Sports Radio combined with Harness Racing New South Wales brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Good morning. Welcome to On The Pace on this Monday morning. I trust your weekend was great. You backed a few winners if you were involved with the horses of any code or in fact the dogs for that matter. And we hope you're looking forward to the week ahead on the harness racing front. We start to get really busy in two states. Not only is it Hunter Cup week in Victoria with a number of big name New South Wales horses heading there. We'll talk to Luke McCarthy about some of those later on in this half an hour. But at Menangle, things are getting awfully close to getting serious for the Miracle Mile Carnival. And our first guest today is someone harness racing uh, fans would have heard of, but they may not know his backstory, and they may not know he's coming to New South Wales this week. Steve Telfer is the recently crowned Premiership trainer out of New Zealand, training in partnership with his sister, and he now trains also extending that partnership to Hayden Cullen, who is formerly with the All-Stars. He is sending two very good older horses and a good filly to the New South Wales Carnival coming up. Steve, thank you for taking the time to talk to us this morning. Good morning to you. Mate. Mate, so you're coming to New South Wales. Now, for a lot of people in New South Wales, they would have seen the name Steve Telfer training horses in New Zealand. What's the idea behind bringing BD Joe, who's a good horse, who's beaten horses like Copy That and Self-Assured, an ultra-wise guy, to New South Wales, but not taking them first to Victoria for their carnival? Yeah, look, um, yeah, look they've, they've had a... Um, they've had a um a big early part of the season or late part of last season uh, with the New Zealand Cup campaign and um, we just took that chance to give them a wee freshen up and um, decided that um, we'd target, target the Miracle Mile just with the sprint races and in doing that we, we feel we've got to get over there a little bit earlier and, um, and get them settled in and, and used to the, um, the speed-oriented races. They are going to try... The three-year-old filly, Carlua Flyby, who has the New South Wales Oaks as her big target. When do they get to New South Wales, Steve? Who's going to be looking after them? Because you now have the three partners in the training partnership. Yeah, look, um, they're getting picked up from the farm here in uh, Auckland in a couple of hours. They're um, about 4.30 and they're leaving tonight. Um, and they're going over to Luke McCarthy's uh, stay there, and they should get in there probably around about 11 o'clock tonight, New South Wales time. Um, and um, yeah, then they'll, they'll hopefully um, they'll hopefully be in the fields um, this Saturday. The two open class horses, um, and uh, Mandy, my um, my sister, she's um, she's already over there, um, and she'll uh, she'll greet them and and stay with them for the five or six weeks they're there. Okay, the plan is obviously a miracle mile. Um, how do you get them there? Yeah, look, they haven't started for you know six or six weeks or so. So um, I'm hoping to start this Saturday at Menangle in a in a mile race. Um, let them have a look at the track and and um, and settle them in. Um, two weeks after that, we'd like to go to Newcastle and um, and then onto the two sprints and and hopefully. You know, one or, or two of them will, will win their way through to the to the Miracle Mile. All right, let's talk about drivers. Your main driver in New Zealand is Tim Williams. Is Tim going to be coming to Menangle, or do you have local drivers organised 
four appear, or in fact, is that going to change depending on whether they actually end up in the same race or not? Um, yeah, look, um, yeah, just had a, just figured out in the last last twenty four hours or so. Uh, Tim Tim is going to um, he is going to travel over this weekend and um, and drive them. Um, I think they'll both be in the same race, so uh, we'll have to find a driver for for ultra wise guy. Tim will drive BD Joe. And um, he's going to stay on a few days and drive Kalua flyby in a race at Menangal on, on Tuesday and then, then come back home. BD Joe is maybe the better performed of the two at the absolute highest level, but of course, Ultra Wise Guy beat Copy that last start. So, who's the better horse heading to Menangal this Saturday night, Steve, uh, for our punters? Yeah, look, I'm, I'm really thrilled with uh, Ultra Wise Guy. Um, He's, um, you know, he was a good run in the Franklin Cup about a month ago and um, he's trained on terrifically well since and he seems very, very bright. Um, so, and he's a, he's a real speed-orientated horse. So um, I think he's probably in a little bit better shape going into this week. Um, BD Joe just just got the all-round game. Mac, he, can, he can do whatever's required in the races and... Um, He's, he's usually just been that little bit better than older wise guy, but um, I do think he'll improve quite a bit with the run this week. Steve, you've predominantly had horses in New Zealand who have been pretty good at getting off the gate. You, you've never been scared to tell your drivers to head forward, uh, and yep. they seem to be trained to run early. Is it a different thing going to Menangle? Because we find some of the Victorian horses and the New Zealand horses get to Menangle, and it's a bit of a mind game for them early. They're not quite used to flying that quickly off the gate. What do you do to a horse to help it adapt to that? Yeah, well, that's why we're going over probably, you know, early to get them settled in and get them used to, um, you know, get them used to running the gate. Um, both, um, well, all three of the horses are actually got terrific gate speed over here. Um, you know, it might be different when we get to Menangle. And, of course, it depends on where you draw, but... Um, you know, I'd expect I'd expect all three horses. Um, you know, they they would head forward because they've got their their natural gate runners and 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 got speed. So um, yeah, but we'd, a lot would be orientated on the draws, of course, Mick. But um, yeah, getting them over there early and um, and getting them settled into Menangle and and the track and and um, you know just the way they race over there, I, I think it'll be a real benefit to them. Carlua Flyby was a very good two-year-old filly last season. Has she matured as you would like to see a horse mature starting her three-year-old season? You mentioned she heads there next Tuesday. I presume that would be an easy enough kill for her. And then it's onwards and upwards to the Oaks Heats. Yeah, look, um, as a two-year-old, she was always quite... Um, yeah, she wasn't a strong filly, Um but, um, you know, she raced in all the big races here in that part of the season and, and performed great in them all. Um, you know, we gave her a wee freshen up and um, when she arrived back here in Auckland, um, she definitely has grown and, and, and filled out. So, um, you know, really happy with the way she's developing. Um, you know, she's she's um, she had one soft trial about 10 days ago here and um, we missed the trial because of the wet weather here in Auckland on the weekend. But um, she did train uh, she did train very strongly over the weekend at home on the farm. So, um, yeah, no, I, I would expect her to go well, and I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled with the way she's developed. 
Steve, a lot of people, if you ask them who the premiership winning trainer in New Zealand, they would think was Mark Purden. But you beat Mark Purden this season fair and square in the premiership. You're backed by Steve Stockman uh, from Stonewall Starter. You have a big syndication base behind you. Is it a case that once you've got to the level you're at in New Zealand, you need to diversify where you can race? You need to target a Victoria or a New South Wales to be able to get the best results for your owners? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, the um, Steve and the owners, um, you know, pay a lot of money for these for these horses, and um, when they're when they're of the level that they're at, you know, you've you've got to um, you've got to you've got to follow the money and 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 chase them chase it while while they're all healthy and well and and everything like that. And um, you know, so that's um, that's what we will aim to do with um, with the better ones. We'll place them place them where they where we think they can get the most money and 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 go from there but um yeah there's a like i said there's a lot of owners and they spend a lot of money so um you've um you've sort of got to follow that money to um to get it back steve it'll be pretty special to have one or two horses in a miracle mile i mean there's a lot of great races and you're now a player for those races but you have to win your way into a miracle mile you can't just rock up there that'd be something pretty cool on march the 4th yeah, well, yeah, very, very good. Um, you know, that's that's definitely the aim, and you know, I think both horses have got a got a good chance. Um, you know, it's um, the competition is going to be strong, and and you would expect nothing less. But um, you know, we're going over with um, with two informed horses, and 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 they're very well in themselves. So um, we're three counting the filly, but um, yeah, no, um, you know, it'd be a um, a big thrill to be be part of that, and um, you know, hopefully we can win our way there. Steve, nobody gets to come on the show without trying to give us some sort of winner. You're racing at Cambridge in New Zealand today. You've got a horse called yep. Chimichurian. Uh, can he or, or anything else win? We'll take whatever. Uh, yeah, no, I, um, I think Chimichurri, um, he's quite a nice horse and he's probably headed towards, um, you know, cup class later on. So um, got a little bit of a handicap. He missed away last week. We've done a lot of work on his standing start and he's um, he's been very good at home. So... Um, yeah, I would expect him to be um, very hard to beat today. He's um, training training well. Mate, thank you for your time and, and good luck to you and Mandy and Hayden with the team and, of course, Tim over the next five or six weeks here in New South Wales. Nah, appreciate it. No, no problem. Steve Telfer won the Premiership in New Zealand. He's bringing BD Joe, who's a Harness Jewels winner, ultra wise guy who beat Copy Dat last start. And a filly called Carlua Flyby to Menangle this Saturday, and then Carlua Flyby's case next Tuesday. Racing today uh, is at Newcastle. It starts at two seventeen, and we had to ring Brad Elder because he is a really strong team. And today, that's my first chance to talk to Brad for one of our radio shows. And hey, Brad, thanks for taking the time to talk to us on race day. Good morning to you, mate. Good morning, Mick. Thanks for having me on the show. Mate, well, the reason we've got you on the show because you're going to train some winners today and we want to be part of that, so let's start with race two. You tra- train drive a Guinness dance. It's not a strong field. Can a Guinness dance overcome barrier seven over the mile at Newey? Uh, she's been trialling pretty good. Uh, she led and won the trials the other night, going 156, came in 28-28. So... Um, I think the the horse uh, Clayton Harmy trains is going to be hard to beat, but um, on ability, she.
Unfortunately, we are, I think we just lost Brad there, so maybe oh, Brad no, had a I'm phone here. call. I'm here. Brad, well, welcome back. I'm not sure what was going on there, but it was very musical. It was nice to have that interlude to our Monday morning. Um, a Guinness dance, you were saying, number five, Shirley's the one to beat there. Yeah, I think it'll be pretty tough to beat. It went good on Friday night, but uh, my man's got plenty of ability, and she hasn't raced for about, I think it's about 14 months, so a um, couple of trials were good, and yeah, expecting her to go pretty good today. Okay, you, you're... Chance in race three, you also trained this one as C Mark, and this one's been racing in Hobart. Um, have you had much to do with it before? Has it come back to you, or has it just turned up on the property? Uh, yeah, we got him probably about um, probably about three months ago. He was out of the paddock. Um, he's been working pretty good, uh, encouraging trial on Wednesday night. Uh, he only went there to get the bar off him. But uh, he's been working pretty good, and uh, currently barrier eight which isn't, uh, isn't ideal, but he's got plenty of gate speed, so uh, we'll see what we've got. All right. Any chance we should have a little bit there, or is it a bit unknown at the moment? He's probably a little bit unknown, but uh, well, he's, um, he's led in one from various six at Redcliffe in the past, so he's got plenty of gate speed, and I think that if he finds the top, he'll be pretty hard to shake. All right, Brad, another bad barrier draw. Clearly you've upset somebody at Harness Racing New South Wales. You've got barrier eight, which becomes barrier seven, and the fourth on the card. Just for people who are viewing this and looking on the website, you're drawing this one for Darren Elder. Um, is Darren the brother or the dad? He's my father. Oh, there you go. No, you better get this right then. Enemy Lines is the name of the horse in race four and one last start. Yeah, it was a good win last start at Tamworth. They, um, they sort of went mad early and then... Uh... Matt Elkins drove him, just put him into the race at the right time. And, uh, yeah, he, he won pretty well there. Uh, barrier 8 doesn't help again. But uh, he, we yet to sort of put him right into the race. And uh, I'll probably just roll forward to start and see where we end up. He's, um, he's sort of pretty tough. He's, he's won for just about everywhere. So, yeah, he wouldn't be surprised if he got up. Okay, the Mia, you're driving in the next on the card, Night Watch Star. Your dad, Darren, has two in this race, and this time you've copped one on the second line. So you're really having a day out at Newcastle today. Yeah, I've, I've drawn pretty bad all day, so just got to uh, try and make the most of it. But, uh, she's been going pretty good. I think she's run three seconds in a row, so I'll put her into the race uh, as they back off a bit. And she's... Um, She's won in the death before, and she's won in front, so if we can get around there pretty cheap, um, she'll just keep kicking, and she gives 100% every time she goes out there. Uh, Dad has two in the race, the other being Yarraman Markle, who's drawn next door to you. I presume you drive the better one, because Blake Hughes is on the other one. It's not a bad substitute. Uh, yeah, um, Josh Gallagher usually drives there. He's won about four on us, so I just, um, I just leave him on it. But uh, he's not coming up today, so Blake's got the reins. He's been doing a pretty good job. He wins plenty of races, so, yeah, he'll give her every chance, I think. All right, the next one is just one more. This is race six. Um, again, it's unbelievable. You've got the outside of the second line this time with just one more. It's won its last two, which looks good on paper, but he's actually had 124 starts. He's won 16 of them. He's very, been very consistent. Has he just got to the right races recently or just the right sort of form patch he's going through? Because um, it looks all, it looks pretty good for just one more. Yeah, we've only had him for the one start. That was on Friday night. Um, he sat 1-1 and 
going 54. He's fastest with a mile rate. So, um, yeah, well, he's going pretty good. He's just an old war horse. He's turned up all the time and does his best. Mate, you've had the 530-plus career wins. Um, not a Group 1 yet. Is that the next target, Brad? Is that what you would want to do? Or what, what's, the, what's the thing you want to achieve, apart from driving a bunch of winners at Newcastle today? What's the thing you'd like to achieve next in the career? Oh, group 1's always something that you try and get. Uh, just probably got to get the right horse to do it. Yeah, that's the problem, Brad. We're all shopping. We're going to the sales soon. We're going to try and do the same type of thing. For the listeners on Sky Sport Radio, mate, it's great to have your your knowledge today because you're on so many decent horses. What's your best chance, or two, of driving a winner for the punters? Well, if I was going on each way, it'd be Nightwatch Star. I don't think she can miss a hole. Money back. And uh, probably Seamark would be my me, me best, uh, best chance if he can find the top. Okay, race five, number nine, Nightwatch Star, and... Uh, race three, number eight, Hey, Brad, nice to have a chance to talk to you, mate. Looking forward to, to seeing how you get around Newcastle today, get there safely, get home safely, and yeah, we're looking forward to getting your, your knowledge again on Sky Sport Radio. So thank you for taking the time. Thanks a lot, Mick. Brad Elder, who is driving today and has a really strong book with some really bad drives, come, I'm sorry, bad draws coming out of Newcastle, but... He's our driver to follow this afternoon. First on the card at New goes at 2.17. So, only New South Wales meeting today. We head to both Wagga and Menangle tomorrow. Talking about Menangle on Saturday night, we saw some really good racing there. Um, McCarthy, Team McCarthy, this is and Belinda, had Spirit of St. Louis, who was really good, and we thought he might get the job done on the winner's program on Friday. He did get the job done, but the second horse was enormous. Luke McCarthy actually drove the second horse, Bondi Lockdown. Luke, morning to you. We're sorry for almost weekly annoying you on a Monday morning, but when you have good horse, this happens. Spirit of St. Louis, good the other, day, the other night. Bondi Lockdown, very good. Yeah, good morning, Nick. Um, they, they both raced really well, and we'll just throw with how both of them hit the line. Okay, let's talk about who goes where first. Spirit of St. Louis and I believe Expensive Ego are heading to the Hunter Cup at Melton this Saturday night. Can you confirm? Yeah, they're both going, Mick. We, um, Lewis was always, you know, planning to go as long as he run well his last two starts, which he's come out and won both of them. And we're thrilled with Ego's last start and we've been working him in the lugging pole uh, at home since he come back from Melbourne and he's worked, we've got an 800 metre track and He's actually been working really good with it, so look, we've decided to have a crack with him as well. Do you think that might make him a bit more comfortable around the smaller circuit at Melton? Yeah, he was hanging there last time, and if you, on the fence, I don't think I think he would have been fine, but he just didn't get a draw to get the fence. So, with add, you know, adding the lugging pole, hoping that he's a lot better. Well, the draws come out for the Hunter Cup tomorrow morning around about 10 o'clock. I think it's going to be on Sky. And, and that's been a bit of a problem for this horse, hasn't it, Luke? Because often you're in races in Victoria where there's two or three stable mates and no one's very keen to hand up to you. Yeah, it's, um, they're always hard races, Mick, as you know. And, but look, we couldn't be happy with the horse himself. And we're going to give it a, um, we're looking forward to him having a crack. 
All right, who's your better chance pre-draw? Because expensive ego seems a really good stayer, uh, but obviously Sport of St. Louis has that change-up speed. Look, they're, they're both really good horses and in good form, and um, whoever gets the best run will be the best chance. Anybody who's ever watched a harness race who saw Bondi Lockdown make its stable debut on Saturday night would have gone, wow, this thing is quick. How did it feel? Yeah, he felt awesome. Mickey, um, look, he's always been a good horse and his chariots run last year was amazing. Couldn't have been any better. And, you know, just it's just so good to see him get back to, you know, that level of, of sort of top-class horses. And I think he got home in 52.5, so he smashed the clock coming from well back in the field and he'll run again in a fortnight. Okay, uh, I take it the plan is the Miracle Mile. It's a lofty plan. If you're going a fortnight, is that a case of heading to Newcastle for the Newcastle Mile? Or we stick to Menango and try and get in through the qualifiers the week before. Uh, at this stage, um, chatting with Darren was sort of keen to go to the Newcastle Mile, so he'll line up again in Sid at Menango in a fortnight, and then um, and then we'll have a crack at the Newcastle Mile. We. He's got a couple of decent horses turning up at your age. wise guy. Um, there's going to be some very interesting private workouts going on around Menango and around Cobbity because there's going to be some awfully good horses there, as there usually are, Luke, over the next six weeks. Yeah, look, this time of year in Sydney, Nico, especially like Melbourne this weekend, and then rolls into Sydney, there's you know, the best of the best horses around, and yeah, it's going to be very competitive racing. On, on the clock and to the eye, on the look, lockdown looks as good as anything you've got in the barn. Is he as good or was that a case of him being saved for one run and showing a lot of speed? Is he going to be able to run with or past expensive and Spirit of St. Louis over the next six weeks? Oh, I think you can only let the horse do the talking and, you know, he, he couldn't have went any better Saturday night, and, and as everyone knows, like he can do the work as well. He can lead. He can, you know, cheer it up in the chariots. Just getting beaten forty-seven, so he's very versatile. And I was just thrilled to be able to drive him that way first up, and and see him hit the line good. Another good horses can't find a better man. He went out to Menango and smashed them by sixteen meters on Saturday night. I, I presume he's just one of your chariots of fire horses. Yeah, for sure, Mick. We really like this horse, and um. Um, he got home in 25-6 on Saturday night and we're, yeah, he'll run in the chariots heats next Saturday night Alright, are you driving at Menangle tomorrow? You've been, you've been popping your, your head into the driver's room a few times on a Tuesday afternoon recently and doing some of some success have you you got something for us tomorrow? No Mick, uh, none tomorrow we'll, just, um, we'll end up having a few in at Newcastle Friday night and but Jack will drive them and I'll head to Melbourne uh, you took a horse to Newcastle last Friday night, too fast, too serious. It was always going to win that race, I would have thought. It was too good for them coming off the back of the Inter-Dominion campaign. It's a horse who might return to Newcastle for a Newcastle mile if he can get in. Yeah, we're really happy with him first up. Um, went 52 and run a really nice race. And he'll head to the Newcastle Cup this week, which is $30,000 race Friday night. And... You know, if you can come out and run a good race in the Newcastle Cup, might earn a spot in the Newcastle Mile. Mate, just checking this Saturday at Menangle, you, you won't be there, I presume. I presume you're going to Melbourne to drive expensive ego? Yeah, that's right, Mick.
Mate, it's going to be a lot of fun. You've got a lot of really good pieces on the chessboard at the moment. We're looking forward to seeing how they all unfold over the next six weeks. We're going to try and have a Monday soon, Luke, where we don't bother you. We're going to try and not talk to you. Not that listeners don't like you, but we realise you're not getting paid for this and it's not part of your duties. One more question. How did my old mate King of Swing go in his first season at stud? Did, uh, did he manage to get a big number of the mares and five? Was it a successful first season for fans of the King? Yeah, his, his semen quality was amazing, Nick, and he was fully booked out in four days, and he got the he, yeah, he filled the whole lot. So, and some really good quality mares as well. So, hopefully, we can see some of his progeny, you know, turn out, you know, as good as him. Well, they'll be awfully good if they are. Luke, thanks for your time this morning on Sky Sport Radio, mate. No worries, Nick. Thank you, Luke McCarthy. It's it's almost embarrassing. We almost have to ring every week and it's not a favouritism thing but you're talking about somebody who's got two along with Belinda of course and Hunter Cup maybe the far the Miracle Mile and Bondi lockdown and too fast too serious one and 52 at Menangle uh, so at Newcastle on Friday and of course can't find a better man heading for the chariots of fire to take on Captain Ravishing so man they have some serious horse flesh there and they are playing hosts to BD Joe Ultimate wise guy and Carl Lua flyby. We thank Brad Elder for his time today. It's race day. It's always busy for horse people, so we appreciate his comments uh, on Newcastle today. And we also thank Steve Telfer for joining us. So it's been a great show this morning as Harness Racing's in for a wicked time. We're going to have the Hunter Cup Barrier Draw is tomorrow on Sky Sport Television around 10 o'clock, 9.30, 10 o'clock. And then, of course, the big dance there Saturday night, but really Big, important stuff coming up at Newcastle. Uh, sorry, coming up in New South Wales over the next five weeks. Next on the pace will be at 10.30 on Wednesday morning. Graham.